the president, you had the water, I hit the star raw. Told me as soon as he got it, he dipping inside it and going in raw dog. I give a fuck to your address and sing a model, I pray I don't fall off. Let's pray. All these still fucking. Random a check and you know how we bumming. Get to a million, then run out them billies. I'm fresh out of Philly, you know we ain't running. I see these touch on the internet, catch him in traffic, I know it ain't nothing. I saw my youngin' this one at the let out as soon as he let out. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back into another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here. On this Saturday evening, discussing Philadelphia Flyers hockey, and it was a exciting game this afternoon between the New York Rangers and the Philadelphia Flyers that unfortunately saw the Flyers lose 2-1 to the New York Rangers. But, as I said in the beginning of the season, for me, it wasn't about the wins or losses this year, and obviously that has changed because of the position the Flyers put themselves in now for the playoffs. But I do obviously get encouraged when I see a game like this against the New York Rangers. Obviously, for head coach John Tortorella, he felt different. And this was him post-game being asked about you know how encouraged he was of his team. We played hard, Jackie. I don't, I don't, I don't have measuring sticks. You know, uh, we lost the game. Uh, we get ready to go to Pittsburgh. I, I thought we did some really good things. We just get ready for our next game. So while uh, it's important, I mean, there are no moral victories, obviously, especially when you're at this point in the season. But you know, I clearly think that if given on the surface, if you're not making a push for the playoffs right now. And this was a season where, you know, you're really trying to evaluate things moving forward, which the Flyers are. I do think there is a lot of good things that you saw today out of the Flyers. I mean, they came out in the first period. They were intense. They skated really hard. They had um, some penalties that unfortunately didn't go their way. There was a rough period there in the second. And then in the third, they came out and they really... Uh, came out strong. Scott Lawton, who had a great game, um, you know, with the wraparound falling down and everything, and then Tyson Forrester to be there to send one in. I thought that was that was great, of course. Um, and you know, I, I thought there were times um, they they really had to battle through things, especially being shorthanded without Travis Konechny. But I, I think you take this. I mean, I really do. I think you take. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, like I said, losing, but I mean, you have to be, you have to be honest with yourself that, you know, you feel like, okay, this wasn't terrible. I mean, what really stunk was the Travis Sanheim missed, uh, two on O opportunity there and could have buried one, um, which in my opinion, he had Lawton right behind him. I would have, he should have left that. You know, Sanheim, you're a defenseman. I mean, I I don't know what he's necessarily thinking there. Um, I know what he's thinking, and that's he wants to get a goal. But to be honest, I mean, he skated right in and and just didn't give himself enough time to get in with the move that he wanted, and it seemed like he wasn't decisive enough. And there, I think you got to drop it back for Lawton behind you to try and make a play, and and unfortunately he doesn't do that, and it results in a – in a missed opportunity, especially a man down, and um, you know it sucked. But uh, moving forward with that, there was obviously the spirited brawl to begin the game, 
between Nicholas Delorier and the young New York Ranger Matt Rempe. So let's play first Delorier's comments on that right now. Uh, I've been I've been in those shoes. You know, you're trying to 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 prove something and stick in the league, and at the same time, you know, that's that's what I bring. You know, I haven't had one in a while, and uh, you know, it's. Uh, I give credit to, to both of us. I think it's a, it's a hard job, but, you know, he's. I was in those shoes before. No, I saw him kind of lurking in the warm-up, and I'm a guy that doesn't take no for an answer often, so just went politely and said, uh, we're going to do this, and so it is. He's tall, but, uh, no, I think those are... I'm lucky enough I fought a couple taller guys than me. You know, I might seem tall, but six foot is not six, eight like him, but uh, you know, with experience, you kind of know... What to do a little bit in those things, and uh, won't talk too much about my, my tactics. And I think the Laurier, it really, you know, shows the veteran leadership he has just for the sport of hockey as a whole around the league. He understands where Rempe is. I mean, you know, heck, it wasn't that long ago, just a, a couple days before he was um, involved in an, and a week before, actually. Um, he was involved in the fight, a fight in his first couple minutes against the New York Islanders in the Winter Classic. I mean, I know it's the Rangers. Um, I know it's not necessarily, you know, a team that you want to be sitting here ooing and eyeing over a guy. But I mean, the, he's six seven, and obviously, um, you know, he shows a lot of potential. But, um, you know, he, he comes out, I think he's got to do what he feels he needs to do in order to not risk being sent back down, and he's going to keep making plays, as he did the other night where he um, got a good hit on the Devils um, forward Nathan Bastion, who just, I mean, boy, that was a, a good clock. It, definitely, I didn't think it was a dirty hit. It was a brutal hit but it wasn't I didn't view it as dirty um but then he gets into it today with a veteran Delorier and you know Delorier uh understands there and you hear him talking about you know he went up to him pregame and I think he said hey if we're gonna basically be on the ice at the same time we're probably gonna need to do this you know and um and they went out and did it you know Delorier is a scrapper that's what he does for the Flyers. We've seen him do it multiple times, and it really sparks them and gets them into it. Um, and it's uh, it's definitely something that, from a leadership standpoint, I mean, you know, there was certainly times, you know, you had to view Delorier as, of course, one of the um, leaders of the team, and and certainly I, of course, view him as that just because of what he possesses in terms of his um ability to just be uh holding guys i think accountable picking guys up um and whatnot and sure he you know he has some games where he's not going to be out there as much because there's a lot of talent but certainly when they need him um there he is so here's john tortorella now um discussing Delorier and Rempe scrap. Really important guy for us, Delo. That that that's a good old fashioned hockey fight there. And it was obviously anytime you get the former Flyers head coach Peter Laviette and uh, 
John Tortorella going against each other. It's certainly a fun game. It's going to be a well-coached game, um, usually, and uh, and Tortorella being a you know, and certainly now in the NHL, a um, an older hockey mind in coaching, definitely, you know that he values that you know someone out there that that can do that and I think that's what he feels he has in in uh Delorier and I mean it's definitely you know good to see that out of your head head coach that he's backing his guys and I mean it, it was one of the uh one of the best brawls of the year certainly I and I think probably the best um around the NHL there were Pivoting to this next point, there were a lot of missed opportunities in this game. Morgan Frost had a chance to bury one he missed. Sean Couturier left one off the crossbar, um, or off the post, rather, and and at, like, what, 10, 20, 10, 15 seconds left to go in the game. Brutal missed opportunities, but, you know, you have to think, man, you know, we were right there at the end with those guys, and the Rangers arguably are one of the best teams in the NHL. Um, the best team in the Metro, certainly. I do think that, you know, Boston and, and the Panthers are up there. Of course, you know, I, I think the, if it comes down to two teams um, that I'm confident in coming out of the East, it's probably the Rangers and the Florida Panthers. I think the Bruins have a kink in their armor. Um, so I think, you know, when you look at a game like this and you see the way the Flyers skated and you see all the good things they did, you have to feel confident in it, and um, I certainly am, and it's unfortunate we couldn't pick up at least one point, but, you know, you you take your take your lump and, and move on to tomorrow. You know, the Devils got a win today against the, the Habs. Islanders lost, which is, which is pretty big, of course, and then um, the Capitals... Let me see here. I can't remember if they played today, and they did and lost in overtime to the Panthers, but of course they pick up a playoff point. Now you go um, toe-to-toe tomorrow against Pittsburgh. That's really, really uh, reeling, and they seem to be um, close close to putting themselves out of playoff contention here. Um, as they are nine points behind the fly guys. So got to come out tomorrow with urgency, with intensity. You know, we're going to be hitting the road, heading out to Western PA for that one, which um, is a little weird. I mean, you have a road game Thursday in the Midwest. You know, you probably come back Friday, you get back, have a game Saturday, and then you're on the road again in Pittsburgh. And, and, I mean, sure, you know, you're just going in-state, but it's still a little odd, no? Like, come on. But, anyways, that's neither here nor there. So, Flyers, big one on the road again tomorrow against Pittsburgh, an opportunity against another rival to pick up a win. So, let's hope they do that. I just want to say one thing, though. We got to be better. Um Flyers fans, I mean, I, I certainly saw too much blue in that, in that arena today. I mean, I get it. You know, the Rangers and New York fans, I think the Rangers are the team that they feel the most passionate about. I mean, they're on a nice win streak here, so they're obviously picking up steam, people heading out, and they, you know, probably figured 
it's a close by game. It's a cheap game, cheaper game than going to Madison Square Garden. Um, so certainly, and and that may have been uh, preseason ordered tickets when you know Flyers fans were not feeling too confident in their team going up against the Rangers. But still, I mean, I, I hate seeing that many darn blue jerseys at Wells Fargo Center. And it happened the other night with the Knicks. You heard some MVP chants. That that's got to stop. I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, I get that that's New York's team and they're going to be, you know, obviously bigger mass of New York City will be coming out and you know, there are probably some people that moved down here from New York City, but regardless, I mean, that's no excuse. We we got to be better in terms of showing up and supporting our guys so that way you're not hearing um you know as many rangers fans going nuts when they when they take the one goal lead and sure it wasn't like deafening with rangers fans i mean it it was nothing you know that was overwhelming it's not like the eagles fans at at fedex field but still got to be better so that's my spiel there on that. But Flyers drop today two to one. Um, like I said, ultimately liked the way how we how we skated. I thought we skated very hard, but you know, at the end of the day, there are no moral victories. So take that with what you will. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.